0: Welcome to Do Ladies Do That. I'm Molly. And I'm Becca, and we're just two lesbians who wanted to take our discussions about LGBTQ plus media out of the DMs and into a podcast. And this week we're discussing religion and being gay. Mm-hmm. So Molly didn't grow up in a religion, did you? Mm-mm. Did you have more of a secular upbringing? I will now. A secular means, like, not religious. I think my mum wanted me to be, and
1: then my dad didn't, so we just didn't. Like, my mum went to church and stuff when she was younger. But I've never been cool. I think we could tell by that tiny little intro there that I am not religious. I don't know very much about religion. I want to, but I'm just like, just accept whatever they believe in. There's a lot to take in. Yeah, if they tell you that's what they believe in, then that's what they believe in. Whereas, to my knowledge, you're quite religious, I'm going to go with.
0: Yeah, I'd say that my life growing up was centred around religion a lot. A lot more than Most people's that I knew anyway hmm Everything that I remember just links back to religion. Yeah. So I was born into Christianity, Protestantism, to be precise. My dad was heavily involved as a reader, and he had a lot of responsibility. Preaching, leading services, organising events, putting services together, choosing hymns, going to meetings, you know, the shebang, <laughs> the whole lot. And then my mum became the church warden when I was about 12, 13. So I was becoming a teenager, and I was, you know hormones as a warden she basically had to maintain the fabric of the church and run it safely and effectively and report to the bishop and go to meetings and she's still a church warden now so I'm pretty sure it's her last year in it even though church isn't really open at the minute but yeah she's been doing it for quite a while. Do you still follow it as closely as you did when you were younger? See when I was younger I believed, but I didn't know what I was necessarily believing in because I was born into it. So it became a routine to go to church on a Sunday and to go and meet my friends at church. Mm-hmm. When I was young, there was quite a few kids there. I used to brag about being a Christian to everyone. <laughs> it was like my fun fact. If anyone wanted to know anything about me, I'd be like, I'm a Christian. I used to think of it as like this like one-up against people. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> and in terms of family and everything... Most of my family are religious, especially on my dad's side. Protestants and Salvation Army. I don't really know my mum's side as much, but they're all Catholic. And my close friends, in terms of who I've always been surrounded by, growing up, are from the church. So there's people from the church who classed as family. But I was really surrounded by it a lot. And then I sort of pushed away any thought where I doubt was my religious stance up until I was about 12 or 13. I think it was around the time my mum became a church warden that I started to wonder what my role was and started wondering what my beliefs were. But I was always scared of what people think about me because I'd grown up in the church and everyone knew me. I was always too scared to voice them. But yeah, I remember suddenly feeling really anxious and insecure about growing up as a Christian. Not because anyone had ever judged me for it but just i suddenly started to make my own mind up Mm -hmm. see at 12 13 is that when you started to realize you were gay
1: and then that impacted that or was it completely separate or a later time or
0: i think it was just a teenage thing perhaps i think i started to develop anxiety Mm -hmm. i think that's the first time i remember feeling and knowing what the feeling of anxiety was because it was when i was at church and something fell off yeah because my mum Suddenly I had this role where she was doing loads of stuff and running around after people. And then my dad was always running around after people and having to do stuff. And by that time my friends had left the church there was no one my age so it was really that awkward stage because I wasn't old enough to be hanging around with the adults but I was too old to hang around with the kids mm-hmm. so I sort of stopped going when regularly because mum and dad said that I could stay at home for a couple of hours I was old enough Yeah. but that is coincidentally when I started watching Orange is the New Black <laughs> interesting instead of going to church I started watching Orange is the New Black during services and which one was better? Orange is the New Black <laughs> <laughs> I started realising that I wasn't straight when I was 14 Right so a wee bit later A tiny bit later yeah But things started making sense then Things started connecting I started to place this anxiety Because I didn't really know where it had come from But when I did realise that I wasn't straight My first thought I remember it clear as day That no this can't be happening to me I'm a Christian Really? I remember that being my first thought But it wasn't in a homophobic way Like it Mm -hmm being gay is wrong way because I never believed that my parents didn't believe that my dad was supportive of gay rights so was my mom Mm -hmm. while we are discussing this can I
1: just say your mum is the loveliest person ever when it comes to this
0: so lovely (laughs) (laughs) she is I was even talking to her when I was writing my notes and she was just telling me all these things I didn't know if she'd be okay with me talking about religion on the podcast in terms of my experience in case Mm -hmm. she took it as oh we raised her wrong or something which is completely not the case I am so happy that I was raising a religion because even though I've had my moments with it where I've been angry at religion I can't imagine not being brought up the way I was yeah it's like you probably can't imagine what it's like to be brought up in a religion where you have to go to church every Sunday and I've always admired religion
1: Mm -hmm. in the way that they so strongly believe in something and then i've always felt like there's something like that missing for me yeah because i don't have anything to believe in a lot of people things will happen to them good or bad and they'll put the blame on that on a higher power and i'm like oh imagine if i could do that but i just can't that's just how it is that's just what happens type of thing Mm. i could never understand it but i'd love to understand it yeah how many types of christianity did you say there were Quite
0: a lot. So you have Protestantism, Catholicism, Jehovah's Witness, salvation army Church of the latter day saints quakerism loads more there's so many so do they all
1: believe in different things yeah see and that's so interesting to me because how can they break off i would have just been like oh you're a christian and just had so many thoughts about what they believe because that's what i've been told about Mm -hmm. but they all have different thoughts all different beliefs and that just my mind is
0: blown it's such a big world that's what's so good about belief, in my opinion, that it's it's not fact. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's totally based on who you are as a person. But my first Catholic experience was when I went to my nan's funeral because she was Catholic, but my granddad wanted my family to be raised Protestant, even though they didn't take my mum to church or my auntie's uncles to church mm-hmm. he didn't want them raised in the catholic faith so we had them christened as protestants and then my mum became a protestant later on in life when she was about 19 20 and then through that she met my dad whereas my dad grew up as a protestant all his life and out of his two brothers he was the only one who actively believed as an adult and went on to pursue christianity whereas the others 2 i'm not too sure what they believe in but my nan's funeral was catholic and it was such a different feel because even though my nan didn't go to church or anything like that it was weird that my first experience with catholic service was when i was 15 i didn't know what to do <laughs> it was like ah you think you know things because you know you've learned it in re or you've googled it and you've done the research but until you experience it quite often you're like whoa <laughs> you don't know what it's like it's crazy
1: yeah that was quite long-winded no it's all right i find it so interesting like i'm saying i just don't realize because i'm not in it that many different variants and so many different beliefs and there'll be some people who follow it really really strictly mm-hmm. and there'll be some people who don't and then as you were saying a lot of people moved on, your age moved on from it and just didn't go. Mm-hmm. Did it influence you and in your coming out? I know you said obviously you realised later and then your first thought was this can't be me because I'm Christian. When you were actually going through the coming out process did it influence that? Completely
0: and it still does. Like I'm 18 and it still definitely does. I get my mom to come out to people for me because I can't actually talk to people from church about it because it just freaks me out mm-hmm. so Wendy know I'll not talk about it but so yeah I still do get my mum to come out for me for example on boxing day or the day after boxing day I asked my mum to come out to someone for me <laughs> at church who was really close to me like my auntie basically so yeah it still definitely is a big part of my life in terms of what I think people will view me as or judge me as. But I started going to someone in the church's house when I was about 15, up until 18, really. Well, the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And there was me and people I used to go to church with when I was younger, who I'd sort of fallen out of touch with quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And we'd have food and we'd play croquet in the garden. It was really strange when I had to it to people, but it was really fun, actually. And then we'd have a discussion about anything we wanted and it'd tie into religion at some point. Mm-hmm. So I knew I was a lesbian at this point, but I was quite removed from religion as a whole because I'd become quite angry towards it mm-hmm. because I was in the community. I started seeing on social media how people are oppressed and pushed out of communities and the divide that religion can bring that I hadn't necessarily thought of up until that age. So I definitely started the negative aspect of religion Mm -hmm. so i became a lot more outspoken for me and that's the best thing i ever did because i am now confident in being outspoken about my views and confident in myself i think that's so important to stand up for what you believe in if it's safe And it's honestly the best thing I ever did. Yeah. I took philosophy and ethics too in college at A-level. And that made me think about my religious identity so much more. And it made me challenge people so much. I'd be sat at home and I'd be like, Mum, can we have a conversation about this? Like I wasn't trying to change our beliefs, but I was trying to get across other beliefs and comparing them. And it made me so much more curious about other religions. Like you were saying, there's so much to explore Mm -hmm. and so much to research, but you'll never know what everyone believes in because everyone's interpretation is so different, which is also another aspect that I love because it's all based on interpretation so to answer your question yeah (laughs) religion definitely affected it but the real life responses i've gotten since coming out are completely different to what i'd catastrophized in my head Mm -hmm. the main worry has always been what people would think of me as i've said and it added to my internalized homophobia so much and i think a lot of that has to do with how media portrays christianity Mm -hmm. that is a big thing for me that I've seen when it comes to being in the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, I think it's
1: very black and white in the media. Yeah. Because my opinion of it is they're either accepting or they're not. And I feel like there is a space in between that and out with that that isn't covered.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. So create a stereotype about Christians as well Mm -hmm. because it's just talking about Christianity as a whole. It's not talking about separate denominations quite often. And you see miseducation of Cameron Post and a lot of the time conversion camps are brought into it. And I know that lack of acceptance is a big thing for a lot of people. There's also people who have this fear that people won't accept them and people won't love them the same. Mm -hmm. You tell yourself that it will because of what you've seen and you've struggled to find positive stories unless you search Reddit or some threads on Twitter it's really difficult to go through it alone Mm -hmm. and the biggest issue that I found was that I really didn't know what people thought in the church mm-hmm. so the people that just to me I'd never spoken about it at all not my mum and dad or anything but like people who I consider like my aunties so I really wasn't sure and I'm still not sure what people thought in a way it's positive because people aren't as outspoken if they think being gay is a sin so it's not as much of a trying to hide yourself but there's also so much uncertainty about who who is okay to come out to and it's just not discussed like in Catholicism or if you're a witness, there's rules like we don't accept this or it's not okay and people are more willing to talk about it. What I found in my church is that taboo topics are just off the cards. So I started bringing them up because <laughs> it was annoying me. It was. I started going to this thing called Sunday at Six, which was a church service, but at six o'clock, and it was a lot more. You give your opinion and you talk about what you think rather than someone's going to preach and you're going to listen. I always found myself arguing in my head about it, like if I didn't agree. Yeah. So I started going to the Sunday at Six, and I did give my opinion, and I think people were shocked because it was one of the first times that they'd publicly heard what I had to say. Mm-hmm. I think some people didn't like me for it, but it's okay. (laughs) Not everyone's going to like you. Have you found that those who do
1: think that it's a sin and are very like that's not okay do they just sort of not accept you but ignore it or are they outwardly homophobic towards you?
0: nobody has been outwardly homophobic to me whatsoever and now of people who see I'm out to people in the church but not all the people like the older generation I haven't really said it because I'm not that close to them but the people I'm close to they all know now mm-hmm. and literally they all treat me the same like nobody treats me any different and I'm so thankful for that yeah. I'm a lot more open with them and a lot more myself because when I was in the closet it and really scared i was always scared to talk about anything in case i accidentally out of myself it was just always in the back of my mind that i couldn't relax but i do know a fair few people who aren't on board with being gay and gay marriage and i, I choose to not be as close with them people because i know who i want to associate myself with i'm not horrible to them because that's their opinion and they don't actively choose to voice it there was one instance where it nearly came up in prayers about gay marriage in scotland and wanting to pray that it didn't happen thankfully the person who was on prayers who is really lovely said they weren't doing it because that's not what i believe in yeah i was so happy when this person got denied that request it must
1: be comforting to know that there's at least one person who would turn that down obviously they're probably more than just the one but
0: yeah There's so many. I'd say my church is more progressive than a lot of churches that I've seen. So see how there's loads of different variants of Christianity.
1: Mm -hmm. If you were to go to a different church other than the one that you go to, would that be different
0: even if it was the same beliefs? Yeah, the same beliefs. If I was to go to another Protestant church, it's most likely that the service could be carried out differently, even though they follow the same principles. Mm Mm-hmm there's different levels of Catholicism and Protestantism and all religions. Like you have the Orthodox and you have the Progressive. There's like Neo and it's crazy. There's so much and I don't know a lot about the tiers of Christianity but if you were to go to an Orthodox service it'd be a lot more strict and a lot more set in their ways whereas Progressive is you have your own beliefs and that's okay and there's a lot more people who you'll feel able to talk to about things. Yeah. But yeah, there are downsides to it even though it's progressive there's things I know which makes me sad and people who I thought would treat me better and understand me better and make more of an effort whenever I talked about my girlfriend Mm -hmm. they've reacted in a way which did upset me and still does came up with like all these things like oh I hope you don't fancy me she was trying to set me up with this guy who was like 20. But you've only just turned 18. No, I was like 16 at the time actually because it was just before my prom. We were at this like service and she just kept going, do you think he's cute, do you think he's cute? I didn't know what to say. I was getting really flustered like because I was in the middle of a church and I was like, this is not the place I want to come out to someone. No. Especially when I'd barely come out to anyone and I didn't, know what her reaction would be because she's a close friend of the family member does <laughs> that make sense well a lot of people thought i was going out with my friend and made all these scenarios up everything would be about me dating this boy and we'd both be like stop we're not mm-hmm. and that's because both of us are homosexuals <laughs> and <laughs> she kept trying to say that i'd get in a love triangle so i end up coming out to her and i think she was shocked But she has said a few things over the years which just aren't acceptable. Like, my friend, she said things about her and her girlfriend made sexual remarks. And again, it was in the same church as well. And we literally said, do you want us to make a PowerPoint and, like, teaching what not to say? And she's like, I've got a bisexual friend. I know what I'm on about. She really ticked all the boxes of what not to say. Oh, my God. We did try and educator and say look what you're saying isn't okay but it is what it is in comparison to some people's experiences i've had it really good yeah i'm so happy that i am out to the majority of people now because for years that was just such a factor it was always like to do with the religion rather than my happiness and you shouldn't put things like that before your happiness and your satisfaction and your general contentment only yeah i have one final question And you kind of touched on it before. Mm -hmm. How
1: did it impact you personally? How is your view of yourself? different. Obviously you can't see in comparison to if you weren't religious because you are. But do you think that if you weren't religious it would be different?
0: It's a tough one because I know people who identify as Catholic or identify as religious but they're not actually religious. They just use it as an excuse to like be against gay people or you know, don't want to be I'm just can't think of any other examples. Um and that would annoy me more because there's no logic or reason to it. They don't actually believe if my family and my friends weren't religious I can't imagine what my upbringing would be I think well I like to consider myself quite an open-minded person <laughs> and I am quite thoughtful in terms of i just debate everything <laughs> in my head and growing up and my dad from the age of eight I'd just be sat on the couch and we'd be talking about how the world began and all sorts mm-hmm. my mum would leave the room because she'd be like i'm not i don't want to listen to this i don't want to have a existential <laughs> crisis it really taught me to value other people's opinions even if you don't agree my dad always had this favorite saying i might not agree with what you say but i will always fight for your right to say it and that was his favorite quote ever that's lovely and i think that really reflected who he was as a person he passed away when i was 14 if you haven't heard any podcasts would we'll be mentioned on that when he passed away religion it made my faith stronger Actually Mm -hmm. I became a lot more open With people in the church I think without religion Our family could have fell apart Because my mum Was so strong And she still is You know She just trusts that there's A better place And that's why He was taken so early Whereas my nan Still can't wrap her head around it That's one of the things Where she really struggles Like she doesn't understand Why he was taken He was only like 53 You know He was sort of healthy Mm -hmm. You know For me I was just like Yeah I'm just gonna agree With my mum Like I'm not gonna try And question it too much Mm -hmm. And I don't question it that much, surprisingly, which I always thought I would be like, why him, why him? But no, I haven't. In terms of how I view myself, I know that was a bit of a tangent. No, it's all right. Over the years, religion has definitely just completely affected how I view myself. In a negative way or a positive way, or a
1: bit of both? Hmm the question isn't it i think it makes you more accepting from what you've said anyway and you are really really accepted anyway just knowing you as as a person Mm -hmm. but in terms of yourself i know you're really harsh on yourself Mm -hmm. so does that come into play on that like more negative than it would be say if there was somebody else in your church who, who was gay then you would be towards them
0: yeah for a couple of years it was really negative. It went from being really positive, like, oh, I love being religious, I love being a Christian, to like I went to church camps, primary school was religious, all sorts. But then when I went to high school, I went to a non-religious high school. So it was a complete change to what I was used to. And I think that's where like I started to question a lot more because RE in primary school was inclined to make you believe in Christianity. But RE in high school was like, okay, this is what Christians believe, this is what Muslims believe, this is what Jewish people believe. And there was so much more to explore when I was in prime school I felt that it was like pushed on me a lot but I enjoyed it at the time but now recently I've sort of changed my view on myself because I feel like I've felt stuck for a long time and I've tried to single-handedly change Christianity if that makes sense (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I, I know I'm religious in some sense I've always been religious and I do believe and I like having a belief my family said I'm okay with what you believe but it'd upset me if you became an atheist and now I don't think there's anything wrong with being an atheist but there's people in my family who don't agree with not believing in anything mm-hmm. so yeah I've been sort of stuck in this like rut for a few years like I know I'm religious but I don't know what religion I align with
1: even something but you don't know what you resonate more to do with
0: Is yeah that? definitely okay yeah so for example when I went to that person's house and I was always arguing my points across now I'll, I've been looking back and reflecting on this a lot recently I don't know if it's to do with lockdown I'm going through a bit of a crisis <laughs> but <laughs> I was always arguing for my beliefs and the people would then argue back with Bible quotes and it wasn't just me to argue back it would be my mates as well I've sort of started to realize that I can't change Christianity I can't change Protestantism even though I want to I think it's me who's got to change my religion mm-hmm. because I've been born into this religion and I don't think I realized I could change my path mm-hmm and it's okay to be born in religion and then go to another religion because you didn't ask to be born in this religion mm-hmm. if you don't align with the views that you were brought up with as much anymore and what people expect you to believe like that's okay because you're a different person than you know when you were like an embryo <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i get you
0: so for a couple of years now i have been quite interested in like quakerism have you ever watched jessica calgary Fozard? yeah i do right she's a lesbian youtuber and she's married and she's a presenter i think she's been a presenter on blue peter and she's an advocate for like many disabilities as well and she's one of my favorite youtubers ever i've been watching her for years and i remember watching how being gay and a quaker like worked out for her and i expected it Because I didn't know what a Quaker was at first. I expected it to be a negative reaction. Mm -hmm. But it's completely the opposite of that. Like, they don't judge anyone off sexuality. They believe that God is in everyone, no matter what. No one's got more bits of God. No one's got less bits of God. And, like, for example, it says that they don't celebrate Easter and Christmas in the way that Christians do, even though Quakerism can be said to be a Christian religion. But they don't think that God should be held higher on those days than other days. Because there's not in the bible that states that and mm-hmm. i completely agree like they believe in you know celebrating with family and presents and all that but not in the way where you lift someone higher you lift god higher on that day because there's no mention of that and that's what i've struggled with with protestantism that it's less about interpretation and more about people making facts of their own up and there's no proof or anything like that and everyone just goes along with it yeah. whereas i <laughs> i'm just not that type of person anymore and Quakerism is all about interpretation, not trying to put your views on anyone, and just treating everyone kindly and coexisting as Christians or as people who believe in God. And I feel so at peace with what I've read and researched so far, but there's obviously so much more that I need to look into. But I think I finally come to terms that like, if I want to change religion, that's okay. Like, you don't have to stay in a religion just because you're born into it. Mm-hmm. It's okay to make your own decisions and if something's not right for you, then go find us somewhere else. Don't worry about what other people think of you. And of course, I'm still worried about what other people think of me. Like, <laughs> It's just human nature. It's okay. I think because I, I am a, a really conscious person of what others perceive me as, especially now, like... Mm-hmm. As an 18 year old I'm very social anxious and stuff and I do think a lot of it stems from worrying about what my Christian family and friends think of me whereas if they weren't religious I don't know if I'd worry that much. Nonetheless I am really happy with how I was brought up and I'm just excited to see where this whole new religious awakening really takes me. I'm excited to know more about it. Is there anything else that you want to discuss? Well honestly coming out and being religious has changed my life for the better. I know a lot of people can't say that but if anyone's looking for a success story hello <laughs> <laughs> we finally have one <laughs> yeah it's made me so much closer with so many people mm-hmm. catastrophize and just does nothing for you it really doesn't but it's completely understandable and i think media has so much responsibility in it as well i think the media a lot of the time in films or in articles you read it's against religion and i'm against some religions in terms of their views on things i don't agree but i think we need to start showing positive things about religion because the only times I've started seeing positive affiliations in terms of being pro-Black Lives Matter pro-being gay mm-hmm. I managed to find progressive Christian side of TikTok and I found myself exploring everything and there needs to be so much more shown to people Yeah, I've became closer with so many friends that I grew up with before I was 15 and went to that person's house we didn't really talk at all and then we became best friends who we went on holiday together if I hadn't come out or if I hadn't come out to him I wouldn't have gone to Budapest. I wouldn't have made these friends who are like family now mm-hmm. and in terms of my family members I've got a cousin she's a lesbian and she's had really bad experiences in comparison to what I've been through she was in a completely different church and it was a lot more Mm anti-gay as a result she's had awful things happen to her and we started going out for coffee dates and we'd go out eat food and talk about life and our family which I've never really had until that point because I wasn't that close to many of my cousins on the side of the family that I'm talking about yeah so it's been really cool to hear what she's been through not that it's cool at all but just to know that I'm not alone and that someone else feels the same way that I did. Um, It's brought me so much peace. It must be interesting to hear, is she Christian? I don't know what she believes in anymore. She was born into the faith. Yeah, so it must be interesting
1: to hear in real life and not shown on screen the two different experiences. One that sways more
0: negatively whereas one sways more positively. Definitely. She had much of a bigger role than me. So When she came out, she was a bit older than me. Mm -hmm. I've heard things through the grapevine from family members and their side of the story, and you're like, yeah, well, what's going on there? But then when you find out from the person what's actually happened, it's like, don't listen to what families have got to say, basically, because a lot of the time, it's just not the true story. And it's made me appreciate people in my family a lot more as well. It's been surprising as well, it's been a journey. And it still will be a journey, you know, you're constantly coming out to people and it's still hard. But if I could tell myself, when i was 14 what it would be like now it would be incredible <laughs> because 14 year old me the fact that my first concern was i can't be gay i'm a christian what What are people going to think of me That that's always been my main concern yeah and that's something that i'm being trying to change it's working it's i'm getting there day by day yeah cool i hope i haven't overshared too much you know <laughs> <laughs> that's all my questions
1: i'm sure we could do an updated version of this if people wanted it yeah It'd be like, Cammy Scott's uneducated, but just us.
0: I watched that podcast where she asked a girlfriend. I was at uni and I was just watching that. I wanted to do a very similar podcast and you're finally getting to do it. I am getting <laughs> the opportunity. But like, yeah, you've said that you like Buddhism, whereas I don't know that much about Buddhism. I think that's really cool. I don't follow it or anything. I just no. really resonate with some, some
1: bits of the beliefs. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think it's okay. People believe in some parts and not other parts because in a lot of religions you're expected to believe everything from a to z and for me that's just not possible yeah i don't think it's fair to put on people that all these people have to believe the exact same thing exactly and you know people say if you don't believe at all then you're not going to get to heaven i just think that is the worst way to go about it because i think if you find something that you resonate with even if it's only a few things you still resonate with it and you can still believe in aspects of that religion or that practice. I just think religion's really interesting to talk about and it upsets me that so many people have seen so many negative stories and probably not come out because of negative stories and I'm sure there are people who have had good come out stories in church. The first one I saw was Jessica Kellerman-Possard. <laughs> I think that might have been the last one I saw as well. Mm-hmm. I know we talk about media a lot on this podcast mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot more to be done in terms of positive Christian representation Yeah, because not everything is bad even though some people do experience really tragic circumstances media needs to portray from both sides a lot more yeah talked a lot on this episode i'm like ah it's all right it's all right thank you for sharing
1: everything that you've shared no worries it's lovely to hear about it all and i love hearing about it (laughs) and it makes me feel like i have little inside secrets even though i don't because now everybody's gonna hear it (laughs) i love that and i like hearing other people's experiences with religion mm-hmm. as somebody who isn't religious and doesn't really believe in anything it doesn't really impact my
0: life in a major way or anything like that so thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed this little insight into my life i really enjoyed this one and i'm pretty sure my mom's gonna be listening to this so if you listen hi mom <laughs> i Baker's mum. mom <laughs> next week we'll be talking about the film Love and Annabelle we've both watched it before I think I watched it twice yeah I've
1: probably watched it more than that it was the first lesbian film that I'd ever seen I was like 13, 14 maybe be sure to tune in on iTunes, Spotify just wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a review on iTunes if you're enjoying what we're doing so that we can know to keep going you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at DLDT Podcast and join us next week where we will continue the question do ladies do Do that. that? one of the worst films I've ever seen but I love it so much (laughs) it's such a dodgy film